Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for thunder and lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman Woo! here with you on a Tuesday morning. Glad that you have joined us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors, Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. They've been with us throughout all this craziness, and now next week... I know, you know, not everybody that wanted to come is going to make it, but a lot of you will be back on campus next weekend. Please stop by Strange Brew Coffee House. You know, we're talking, what, night game? So they'll be open after the game. Give you a little shot of energy to get home for that drive back to Jackson or wherever it is you live. Uh, there will be some uh, some stuff going on there. And, of course, if you want to treat yourself or the kids before the game, there's no tailgating. No tailgating. Might as well. Might as well. Million dollar idea right there. Darn right. Churn and Spoon becomes the t- Mississippi State tailgate capital of the world. I believe why, that. Why, have, why grill when you can chill? I will go ahead and make a prediction. I want to hear it. That Joel T. Coleman mm-hmm. will be making a stop by Strange Brew on the way into to Davis Wade Stadium next Saturday. So, looking yeah. forward, looking there you forward go. to that. All right, our good friends. And when you come to Davis Wade Stadium next Saturday, please, I beg of you, have a new shirt on. I, I don't want to see it. You're, that is four coaches ago. It's time to let it go. Time to let that go to the scrap heap of history and go to College Corner and get yourself some new maroon and white gear. And you can do it for cheap because you can go to collegecornerstore.com, buy yourself a gift card there. It's 30% off that purchase. So we're talking a $100 gift card is only going to cost you 70 bucks. Do it today. Collegecornerstore.com. Two locations in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. And you can get yourself some brand new maroon and white merchandise. Right now at Advantage Business Systems, they have got the solutions that are going to keep your business humming along. They know that right now is not the time for you to be out of you know any kind of efficiency. So they're going to help you out. They've got 45 years of experience helping businesses just like yours in our great state. So call them today at 844-833-6245 or visit them on the li- online on the line. Online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Advantage Business Systems helps your business. Do business. Joel T., it took some time. It took some doing. But we have a Mississippi State depth chart for week one. and We do. We're going to talk about it right here. Some surprises. Uh, so Maybe a few. <laughs> we did a show. We did a show on names you're not hearing a lot of. And we, we picked out some guys I thought were, were good choices. And then Mike, I guess Mike Leach was listening. He's like, I'll get them because he picked some guys we ain't ever talked about. And let's start with the guy everybody's got circled. London Kraft is your starting uh, strong safety. We just had it wrong, evidently. Fred Peters, Colin Duncan, both at free safety. Would have sworn Peters would have been the strong safety or Marcus Murphy would have been there. And Mar- I was right, by the way. It looks like they're going to be a dog sa- or a bulldog. Bulldog safety. is what that extra DB is going to be called. Uh, and that's where Marcus Murphy's lined up. But London Kraft, somebody asked me on Twitter, and I relayed this story before we started, what you, who is London Kraft? And I said he's state starting strong safety. 
And when they hit me with the Captain Obvious, I said, that's literally all I know. I don't know anything about London Craft, other than that I have now learned he's a walk-on from IMG Academy. He played a, a lot last year on special teams, but as of today, he's penciled in at MSU's start, starting strong safety. Your thoughts on that? I mean, when we did our safety positional preview, what I say outside of those top three guys, you basically had a grab bag full of question marks? Yes. Well, one of those question marks is now the starting. It's yeah. strong safety. So, I have no idea what you're going to get out of him. Maybe, I mean, he's obviously done a good job in preseason camp. Yeah. For what that's worth against an air raid offense a lot of the time. <laughs> so, I mean, that that would tend to bode well, you would think. You would think. Uh, we're going to find out come Saturday. And, and right now... Look, for a lot of this team, defense especially, that's what it comes down to is we can sit here and talk about what we think might happen or this, that, or the other. We re- There's a lot of guys going to play Saturday. We don't know what we're going to see. Yeah. It's absolutely trial by fire. It is 100%. And Lund- London Craft may end up being the best safety in Mississippi State history. Yeah. Who knows? We'll find out. But I have no idea what to expect out of him as of right now. Staying on defense, looks like Asias Furge has won that battle with Emmanuel Forbes. He's not getting the draw at cornerback alongside Martin Emerson. Uh, Jet Johnson's a name we, we we mentioned that you know we're not hearing anything about, but he is the second team uh, will linebacker behind Aaron Brule. You know, I tend to – I'm not going to disagree with the depth chart we were given, but I'm going to disagree. Okay. I think Watson is probably your backup there, too. They just didn't Possibly. put him. Because cause he's, he's kind of that swing guy that can play any of the spots. Yeah. That's just my gut, mm-hmm. and maybe I'm wrong, but I, I bet if like Brulee goes down, they would put Watson out there first. That would be my guess. Yeah, Tyrus Wheat, the Sam linebacker, he's starting over Jordan Davis. The defensive line is exactly how we set it up. Yeah, uh, Jones and Harris, Crumney and Pickering, Spencer and Odom, exactly what we were we were thinking about. So, you know, a few questions there. Uh, DeCameron Richardson is the other cornerback backing up uh, Martin Emerson. There had been a lot of talk that there were some walk-ons who would gained some traction there, but that's evidently not the case. Uh, the backup uh, Bulldog safety is Sean Preston. I like him in that role. He's a big hitter. Uh, look at it, special teams. Brandon Ruiz looks like he's going to be the uh, the first guy to get out there as a uh, kicker. He Still is- surprises me that he's yeah beating out Mr. Consistency. I think that goes back, though, to – just there's no loyal. I mean, I'm not saying this in a bad way. It's just a new coaching staff. I mean, there's no ties here to Jace Christman. If if Brandon Ruiz comes in and, and Joe Moorhead's still the coach, I bet Jace Christman's the kicker. You know, but just because yeah. he he's been there, done it, did it last year, and this staff, what you did last year doesn't much matter. And and so I guess Ruiz probably I guess had the best camp, and so yeah. he's going to be the guy. The only real surprise for me on special teams, other than that, which I'm, I'm not totally surprised by, grad transfer comes in, he probably thinks he's going to win the job. Um, Austin Williams is your punt, punt returner. returner. I saw that. A little sure-handedness must be the, what they're they're looking for. At well, that I mean, he's the receiver. He's the guy that Mike Leach has praised repeatedly over camp as being the most consistent. Which tends to believe he's the guy that Mike Leach trusts the most. Which mm-hmm. for a punt returner, that's kind of what you Very want. Very similar it? to to when Fred Ross took over for Jamal Graham. You know, Graham, you knew you had some big play possibilities with him. But you know you had you some knew you had some some some, some, some hands too. issues there. Yeah. So they turned him over to Fred Ross, who just didn't do that. Yeah, and so and from there it sort of went. Uh, maybe it's sort of the same thing here that you know you maybe you're sacrificing a little bit of big playability. You know, a guy like the next guy, Lee Witherspoon, you would think might be a little bit more explosive. But with Austin Williams, I feel like you, you 
the ball is going to land in his hands and it's going to stay there. Yeah. And call- honestly, after last year, I'm willing to take a little bit of that. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, call it the two kick returners. We're going to get a kickoff return for a touchdown this year. One of those two guys. Peyton and Mark. Who was the last Bulldog to return a kickoff for a touchdown? We had a, a media guide here. We could tell you that. I'm trying to remember. Malik Deer had one, but it was called back, I want to say. Brandon Holloway, 2015? Mm, I don't know. I think I can maybe find that out somewhat quickly. All right. I th- I'm, I'm almost positive it's that. I'm going to say no for the time being, but I like Peyton and Marks back there. I'll say that. Uh, let's switch over to the offensive side of the ball. And uh, let's let's do so with a tweet from our friend Ben Portnoy, uh, one of my handsome young sons, celebrated a birthday just the other day. When you see the or there, when you see the or on uh, Will Rogers and KJ Costello, uh, he reached out to a friend of his who covered Washington State back in the day, named Theo Lawson, still covers Washington State, I believe. There was still an oar between Gardner Minshew's name and two other quarterbacks on the depth chart before Washington State played in the 2018 Alamo Bowl. He'd finished fifth in the Heisman voting just weeks earlier. So the oar is just going to be there. K.J. Costello is your starting quarterback. Uh, Running back, no real surprises there. Hill, Marks, Johnson, Witherspoon is your By the way, this fan base has an unhealthy obsession with Kareem Walker. Like... I, I, I want the kid to do well. I don't have anything against him, but when that depth chart came out, people were just losing their minds. Like, where's Kareem Walker? Guys, Kareem Walker isn't going to carry the ball more than five times this year unless <laughs> a lot of people get hurt. Yeah. It's just not. He's the fourth or fifth running back. All right, I got to answer to Somebody your tried to convince me it was academic issues. I'm like, no, that's that's not it. He's just he's just down the depth chart. What do you got? Got the answer for you. Okay. The last time Mississippi State returned a kickoff for a was TD. Was I right? You were right. Yeah, Brandon Holloway. Yeah, you remember where and when? USM, yep. first game of the year. That's right. Yeah. And the, you remember the last punt return for a TD? Uh, Bumpus against Louisiana Tech. It's been more recent. Been more recent more than recent. that? Yeah. Did Fred Ross do it against Troy? Uh, more recent. More recent than that? Yep. 2017, 28. I don't remember. No. Dedrick Thomas, UMass. Oh, that's right. I do remember that now. Yeah, that game had... 17. I had had forgotten that game ever was played. (laughs) All right. So, yeah. Hill is the running back. Marks is probably the next guy up. Interesting seeing two two redshirt... I'm sorry, two true freshmen there. Really bodes well for MSU uh, in the years to come. Tyrell Shavers over Osiris Mitchell. Surprised? Yeah. uh, That said... What have we heard time and time again from, from Mike Leach? Again, as I said a minute ago, consistency, consistency, consistency. And it kind of seemed like the other day, whenever, I can't remember which one of us asked about Osiris Mitchell, that he hadn't been real consistent uh, over the course of camp. And apparently Tyrell Shavers has made consistent strides forward throughout camp. So, look, I, I don't know that it's like a slam dunk that Shavers is like, you know, hidden feet above Osiris Mitchell, but... He's ahead of him on the depth chart here. I mean, I think Osiris still going to play plenty, though. Oh yeah, yeah, I agree with that. But at the end of the day, let's you know look at it from a, a you know a little higher up perspective. Tyrell Shavers was a four star, top ten wide receiver in the country coming out of high school. He just had the misfortune of playing behind four first rounders at Alabama. Osiris Mitchell was a guy State picked up late in the in the process in the summer of 2016, I believe, and that didn't have a lot of offers. 
this is what should happen. This shows me that the initial evaluation of Tyrell Shavers might have been correct. And I should I, my expectation level of him, which was high when he signed with Mississippi State, was brought down through the summer, is going to go back up again. I'm going to expect him to perform. And then Osiris, if Osiris Mitchell is coming off the bench, man, that's your fifth guy? That's good news. You're, that's good news for Mississippi <laughs> yeah, State. Absolutely. I 100% agree with that. Um, Malik Heath out there at the other X receiver. No word of that's going to you know involve a suspension or not for his DUI. I find it interesting that there's an or there. It's yeah. not Malik Heath. It's yeah. Malik Heath or Cameron Gardner. Cameron Gardner, which I'm really surprised that that's the or. I would I would have thought Tulu would have been the the or there if there was an or. Yeah. But anyway, such is the depth. We'll see chart. what happens with Heath. Yeah. It would kind of would Austin. it surprise you if he if he starts and you don't see any like even a half suspension or something like that? Would it, would it surprise you at all if he a plays half. all game? Uh, it would surprise me a little bit because of Leach's reputation as a, as a disciplinarian. But I won't be totally surprised either because, you know, maybe they just got it out of the way in, yeah. in camp. Maybe they just ran him to death one day yeah. and said, don't do it again. And we'll talk about this in a minute, I, I think. Um, but apparently when it comes to that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. who's going to play, who ain't, mm-hmm. don't expect this staff to tell you. Yeah. Don't expect Mike Leach to tell you. Yeah, well, you, it's going to be sort of like last year with those suspensions. Is we'll get a piece of paper that's got some names on it and we'll just sort of know from there. I'm not, I won't be totally surprised if we get... Oh, we won't get it because we're not going to Baton Rouge. Huh? We're not going no, to Baton Rouge. Got approved today. We're not going. And uh, if there's a piece of paper that says maybe some guys out with COVID that they just haven't made public to, public knowledge to us, won't be totally surprised if that's the case. And and that, I think that'll be the case throughout the year. It'll that, be just yeah. be just like last year when we didn't know who was being suspended week to week, or maybe we don't get anything and we're just sitting there watching the game. Like, well, I guess he's not playing today. I think because I think they have to make that announcement. <laughs> I, I would think. I think they. I think they're required to, especially with like in terms depth of chart changes or well, whatever. Well, like, like we've a, always especially gotten it. for COVID and for any kind of suspension. I think you have to tell us, not not necessarily tell us, but if you say that, okay, I think you have to say who's out. You don't have to say why. Right. You can just well. I mean, you can say injury or or team related. I think what, what I'm what I'm saying is this: if you don't say that they're suspended, they're not suspended. So you're like, well, they didn't play in the game. Yeah, but you didn't say they were suspended. I think that's how that's going to work. So Anyway, we'll find out. We'll find out, yeah. Um, Then let's look at the O-line. We'll go left to right. Cross, Island, Smith, Parker, Johnson. Basically, all we messed up when we talked about it was is Island and and Parker on opposite sides of the line than what we thought. Yeah, I think if you go to cowbellcorner.com, you look at my projections, I nailed it, buddy. You're just just so smart over there. Yeah. Yeah. You're just so smart. Only the truth at SI's Cowboy. Well, Corner. I mean, I'm just saying. Uh, backing those guys up again, I'll go left to right. Cameron Jones, LaQuinston Sharp, James Jackson, who's apparently had a very good camp. Mm-hmm. Brandon Cunningham, and then Scott Lashley is listed <clears throat> as the two. T- well, I was getting to that. <laughs> listed as the number two tackle, but we received uh, word today uh, that he is not He is not going to be doing that. He's having surgery and will be out for the season. Well, we <laughs> that did not come from Mississippi State. It did not. Uh-huh. But it did so. come from somebody at Mississippi State. <laughs> His name might rhyme with Rot Rashery. Uh, anyway, long story short, I don't know who the uh, the next guy on that list would be. My, my, get, my first thought, and this is just a, my thought, is that Cunningham might slide out the right tackle. And you could put Nick Penley in there at that guard, at the right guard position. I don't know, uh, but those are those. That's that's even with Lashley out there. I like that too deep. I like that offensive line. I think they're going to be just fine. Yeah, yeah I mean, you, you, a lot of talent there. 
Yeah, I, I was. You, did you say this that Island could go out? What to uh, to right tackle? Yeah, if he needed to. Yeah, you could do that too. You could do that. That's the thing. You've got versatile you got, you, guys. Yeah. You can move around. I thought I was listening I mean, to you and, and didn't to hear you totally say that. Honest, so I just want to make sure. But and, you, and, and going back to what you just said a minute ago about um, uh, I forget who, who you were, you were about Nate Watson. I think if Charles Cross went down, the first thing they do is they would move Island to left, to tackle, left tackle and let LaQuinston Sharp go in there. So they've got guys. They've got versatile guys. It's just it's it's a good that the offensive line is good for this team. It just is, and uh, I feel I, outside of of Kylan and and uh, and, uh, and KJ Costello, who I have a, a ton of confidence in, offensive line is probably my number three position of where I feel good about this team. Yeah, and that's with the left tackle. I haven't really seen play, but there's just been too much positive pub out of practice for him to be bad. Yeah, I 100 percent agree, and it seems like Mike Leach likes him. Mm-hmm. Seems like. Coaching staff lot likes them. Mm-hmm. What's well, not? The it doesn't thing. seem like that's a, an issue at all with this team right now. Yeah. So that's your MSU depth chart for Week One. Uh, you know, we'll see. If, if I had to make a, a, a comment on it, the only thing I would worry about is State does not have a lot of height in the secondary. Tallest guy back there is, is Martin Emerson at six two. Everything you got five ten, six one, six foot five eleven. LSU's got big receivers, and especially with this Eric Gilbert kid who everybody's talking about. Who's looking like he's going to try to maybe play a little bit further out wide? They can go like six five, six five, six three, something like that. Yeah, that's a worry. But I'll be honest with you, it's a worry no matter what. Yeah. So I mean, it's LSU's receivers. We know that they're good. All in all, I mean, the depth chart is set what it is. Not a whole ton of surprises. I'm interested to see how the secondary works. But everything we said in our position breakdown sort of held up for me in terms of you know you look at the defense, you're like, eh, there's a lot of questions there. Offensively, you feel pretty good. I like seeing Shavers elevated. Um, I'm interested to see. In case you're wondering, by the way, Garrett Schrader is listed as an or on the slot receiver. He it's Peyton, then Spivey or Schrader. Didn't didn't Leach tell us in one of his media ops, one of his last couple of media ops, that he didn't think Schrader would be ready for game one? I, I don't think he said it like that. I think he said basically that. They did, they weren't expecting him to to do much in week one, or maybe that was on on with you guys on Super Talk. Actually, I think he I think said that they, they were they, they they expect him to play, but they don't they don't know if they expect him to just be to out, do much to be the the top guy yeah. or anything like that. Now that said, I could see I could see by mid season Schrader being in the in the mix there. All right, let's move on into our the first week of picks. Brian Joel, the brawl to settle it all. <laughs> This is are we one and one in our two years together now? Yeah, we are. So this is although in a, in a way we're both two and zero. Yeah, right. We haven't. We had. <laughs> there's no losers in this competition. We have uh, ten games to pick. First off, that's brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. Who want to remind you that if you're in Starkville this weekend, swing by the uh, the food truck. They've got a great selection of stuff on top of the regular menu. They know that there's always going to be some sort of special. They need to let me create a special. The Brian Burger. I don't know what it's going to be on it just yet. I need to think about that, but I want I want to be able to do that. Maybe that's you know what's going to have on it though. <laughs> it's going to have meat on top of meat on top of meat. Yeah, and my- <laughs> to quote Ron Swanson, there will be no bleeping vegetables. <laughs> you had my brain working there. I was sitting there thinking maybe we could like work with Welcome Home Beef and actually design a custom kind of like the custom the thunder and lightning burger, spicy. Thunder Light, it's got to have some heat to it, some jalapenos yeah. or something. Jalapeno cheddar burger. That's the only... Ooh, okay. Jalapeno cheddar bacon. 
<laughs> I'm in, man. Instead of cheddar cheese, let's get a, a sauce. A cheddar cheese sauce. And let's fry the jalapenos. Can we fry them? Yes, we can. <laughs> Fried jalapenos. That's the only vegetable we'll allow. Bacon. Jalapeno counts as a vegetable? I mean, it grows in the ground. Okay, sure. Bacon. Cheddar, cheddar cheese sauce. On that fantastic welcome home beef, ground beef patty. I mean, if your mouth's not watering, I don't know what to tell you. Go by there today. Pick up what they've got to offer. If you want to let them cook for you, there's the truck. If you want to do the cooking yourself, just hop inside and talk to those guys. They will get you taken care of. One thing's for sure, though. It just tastes good. I wasn't even ready to say it yet, but you just jumped in. Let's go. All right. Here's what we got. Ten games. We're going to pick them all, winners and losers. And here's how it's going to work this year. We have a new thing called the Double Trouble, where you can pick a game... And you can get two points for that game if you pick it correctly. But if you lose, we're going to take a point off of your tally. And we got a great suggestion from one of our listeners, Jonathan Robichaux, who said, "You can only he said, set it up where you can only pick each team once. That way, the last few weeks, if somebody's down, they're not just hammering Alabama. Yeah. So you only get Alabama once. You only get Georgia once. So let's go through that. You don't have to double either. If, there's, if you're just not sure, this is probably a week where you will. I'm going to. Yeah. But... Here we go. And we'll start with Florida at Ole Miss. First SEC game of the year. I'm going to be locked into that. And I'm taking the Gators. I'm going Gators, too. Gators. Ah, 50% right. of the team's going to win. It's going to be my 50% today. It's going to be his 50% today. Hey, I said Ole Miss today. Did you hear me? He did say Ole Miss. Yeah. That loser. I mean, come on. Stay, stay with the brand. I got, right. I got five good memories of playing them and four bad memories. Did he say that? Yeah, something That's like that. hilarious. <laughs> God, his last one was bad. Georgia is at Arkansas. This is my double trouble. I will go ahead and get Georgia off the board. I will take them to beat Arkansas. Mm, I am picking Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um. Trying to think a, if it makes. You got sense. other good options for it if you yeah, want to go that way. I, I'm just trying to think if there may be another point down the road where I may want to use my Georgia. So, so no, I'm not double. Not, not double with yeah. that one. Okay, That's I am going to double with one though. I think I just decided on who. Yeah, I mean Georgia's got some options down the road where they're going to be offered. But anyway, Kentucky at Auburn. We're going to have a disagreement right here. This is the this is our first game that's going to split us. Yeah, I'm going Auburn. I am going to go Kentucky. I'm going to take the Wildcats to win this one. Uh, Missouri hosts Alabama. Uh, Both taking the Crimson Tide. What about you? You going to double trouble this one? No, I'm going to double trouble. I'm going to double another one. I know which one you're going for then. Uh, South Carolina hosts Tennessee. Uh, this is, just for line purposes, Tennessee's only a three-point three favorite. Point, it? Yeah, yeah I'm going Tennessee, crazy. though. Definitely take the Vols there. Uh, Vanderbilt travels to Texas A&M. Here's my double. So uh, Joel will double trouble. On Texas A and M, I'm, I'm just thinking because I don't trust A and M, but I trust them to beat Vandy. Yes, so I figure this is very a, fair. This is a good one to you. <laughs> you probably that's probably a smarter decision than mine to be honest with you. Uh, but I will also take A and M. And then the only game between two West teams this weekend, Mississippi State at LSU. We will talk about that on Friday's uh, podcast. So there we go. That is our uh, that is our picks. Let's go, let's just real real quick recap them again. We're both taking Florida. We're both taking Georgia. I have doubled on that one. We are split on Kentucky and Auburn. Joel is taking the Tigers. I have the Wildcats. We are both taking Alabama to beat Missouri. We're both taking Tennessee 
to beat South Carolina. We're both taking Vanderbilt, or sorry, Texas A&M to beat Vanderbilt. Joel has doubled there. You'll get our LSU A&M pick on Friday. And then we will do this for the next not 10 weeks. And then somebody is going to eat on the other guy's dime. But we're both going to eat good. We're both going to eat good. <laughs> How will I want to go this year? Last year, I hit you up hard at Dave's. It was fantastic. It was though. a great meal, though. I, 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 I got Dave's this weekend, and it was so good. I, need, I, need, I hadn't been back since they've reopened, so I need to, uh, I need ahead, to do that. They've got a new little takeout station there where like, you just go. Yeah. And uh, I think they're installing. I don't think they had it in just yet. They're installing like a wood-burning pizza. Ooh. So there's gonna be some some different stuff going on there. Yeah, what'd you get? We uh, we got a we had a one of my daughter's friends uh, stayed over, so we got a couple of pizzas. Okay. I got some wings. Uh, we got them some cheese sticks. You didn't Walter Payton it up, no. No, you can, well, they, the deep dish is not on the menu. Oh, okay, because they can't. Yeah, because you, you can't take that to go. Yeah, uh, and then I also got uh, we got the uh, pork rinds and queso, which as I, I don't know if I've mentioned on this show. Might be the most underrated appetizer in the city of Yeah, we, we, we got it a year ago. It is. It's a combination course, I never would have thought of, but it works. <laughs> of course, we got about four appetizers. If we I did. Right. We, we got some uh, some toasted ravioli, some wings, <laughs> something else, too. I got a salad, too. You got a salad. Well, which see, was here, a here's my deal. break in the middle of all yeah, that. Yeah, here's my deal with salad and, and Italian. It's just a good palate cleanser. It it's is. just a good. It is. You and know, then we got the monster pizza. And then that dessert that was enough for four people yeah. that we brought out there. Then you didn't take that home to the kids? I did. And, yeah. and wife. Yeah. So <laughs> there you go. All right. We might need to just go for the heck of it. I mean, you don't have to twist my arm. Yeah. No, they're not open for inside. Yet, That's though. right. It's just takeout right well, We can bring it over here. I mean, I'm, I'm not, again, you're not going to have to push me too hard on that. <laughs> All right, tomorrow's show is the rumblings, game week rumblings. Get them into us. Any questions you want to ask is great. Also, uh, tomorrow will be This Is Our Show. I'm recording that tomorrow night. Uh, so me and the Augustinelli family, led by my cousin Stephen, the proprietor of sixpackspeak.com, his brother, John Peter, and then the other two, who are LSU fans, who will go nameless, uh, will be on the show. And, of course, as tradition would dictate from the SEC Network, Peter Burns will join us as well to preview the Mississippi State LSU. I want That's a guy... That's a guy I think you probably – I'm pretty sure you're a pretty big Peter Burns fan yeah. because he is a very joyful guy. He is. All the he time. He has to be really excited about this weekend. <laughs> I can't wait to talk to him. Should be a lot of fun. And then uh, Thursday show... We'll pre we'll we'll get into the game a little bit more. We'll talk about LSU from the Tiger perspective. Brody Miller from the Athletic is going to join us, and then on Friday, by God, we've made it. The three Ps will be rolled out on Friday. Should be a lot of fun, man. It's game week. We are excited to hear Thunder and Lightning. Hope you guys are as well. We will talk to you again very very soon. For Joel T. Coleman, Woo. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.